This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday, the 20th of October. Jazzy Boy, the jobless rate in Australia fell to 3.6% in September, but it's not all it's cracked up to be. You see, it's not because so many people found jobs, but actually because the number of people looking for jobs dropped big time. That's not so good. Alarming. I'll tell you what is good though, B-Man. We're giving away 50 bucks today. Yes. It's all part of our weekly quiz, Quick Sticks, where we ask three questions to the Flux fam. The first person to answer the questions correctly wins the 50 bucks no ifs, buts, or maybes. Love it. So if you want to compete in Quick Six Quiz this week, make sure you've downloaded the Flux app and have your notifications turned on. Three cashed up stories today, Jazzy boy. Let's do it. For our first. Sara Lee Australia, the iconic dessert brand, has gone into voluntary administration after more than 50 years of business. Honestly, just shocked. It's been a staple at my family dinners for decades. Yes. So tell me more. Okay, so Sara Lee Corporation was founded back in 1935 in Chicago and named after the founder's daughter, Sara Lee. <laughs> But Brett, Sara Lee launched as a single bakehouse in Australia back in 1971. And it's become pretty synonymous with Australian desserts. We're talking everything from frozen cheesecakes mm-hmm. to pies, yep. ice creams, and of course, the classic Vianetta. Love the Vianetta. <laughs> and Brett, Sara Lee Australia has gone through a few owners. It was owned by McCain Foods of the R. McCain fame. Then it was sold to a New Zealand private equity company named South Island Office. That was in 2021. But now, Sara Lee Australia has gone into voluntary administration. And I must say, I haven't seen outroar from consumers quite like it, Jazzy Boy. Since the Honey Badger chose to be single on The Bachelor. <laughs> he literally had one job, choose one of the women. <laughs> but Brett, we're all hoping that Sarah Lee Australia finds an owner soon who can rejuvenate the marketing mm. and the relevance of Sarah Lee once again. Well put. So what is the key learning here? Brand awareness isn't a one-time achievement, but it's a continuous and ongoing effort. Yep. The downfall of Sarah Lee is quite a warning for brands that over-rely on brand reputation. You see, Brett, in the late... 80s and 90s, Sarah Lee became iconic in Australia for its catchy jingles on TV. But since then, marketing campaigns have been almost non-existent. And B-Man, even global giants like Maccas, like Coca-Cola and Nike, they never take their foot off the marketing pedal. Mm -hmm. Resting on your laurels can leave you well behind. For our second story, 23andMe, the genetic testing company, has been hacked and now the records of millions of its users have been leaked online. The stuff of nightmares, Jazzy Boy, Mm -hmm. and not just for the company I'm talking, so explain away. Okay, so 23andMe is the genetic testing company that was founded in 2006. It's part of this new age direct-to-consumer DNA Mm -hmm. testing like Ancestry DNA and Family Tree DNA. It's pretty simple, B-Man. You whack a swab into your mouth Mm. and from that, these companies can tell pretty detailed pieces of information, like your family's geographical origins. 50% English, 30% Scandinavian, 20% French. Your heritage too. Uh-huh. But now, Brett, 23andMe, with over 14 million customers, has been hacked. And we're not talking a teensy-weensy mm-hmm. little hack. We're talking 4 million of its customers have had their records leaked. And B-Man, your DNA is essentially the source code to your body. Mm-hmm. There is actually nothing more private than your personal genetic information. Unless you want a newborn identical <laughs> twin. And this may and should be cause for concern about sharing our personal data. Uh Uh-huh, so what is the key learning here? When a business holds sensitive personal data, a breach doesn't just hurt the company, it fundamentally undermines the business model. You see, these companies like 23andMe rely on the data they collect, not just for the DNA service they provide Mm -hmm. to consumers, but Jussie Boy, they also have other revenue streams. Newsflash, they sell anonymized user data for research and even marketing. So when a data breach happens, it becomes a direct hit to their business model. And Brett, this 
loss of consumer trust for 23andMe will likely lead to the loss of existing customers who want their data wiped. And definitely new customers who would be fearful of another breach happening. For our third and final story, Amazon has announced it will be rolling out its drone delivery program with a plan to deliver 500 million drone delivered parcels <laughs> per year. The Jetsons is officially reality, so mm-hmm. tell us what's going on here. On top of being the world's largest e-commerce platform, Amazon has other offerings as well. Your Amazon Primes, your Amazon Web Services, your Audibles, Ooh. just to name a few. And now, Brett, Amazon has just announced the global rollout of its drone delivery program. And yes, Flux fam, this is almost as exciting as it sounds, almost. The drones will deliver parcels the size of a shoebox in 60 <laughs> minutes or less. So maybe not your new TV mm-hmm. yet, but definitely your next book. <laughs> and get this, Brett, Amazon said they're on track to deliver 500 million parcels a year via drone by 2030. About a decade ago, Amazon first announced that they were getting into drone delivery. Amazon has been hustling to meet the high regulatory standards to have their flying machines approved. And now they're ready to hit the market, beginning in the US, then Italy, and also the UK. When will Australia come? Uh So what is the key learning here? In business, innovation often outpaces regulation, and this creates two very different approaches. You can either go for the disruptive innovation approach. That's where you build new tech or new products very quickly and kind of disregard the rules and the laws. You hope that regulation shifts in your favour once you've built market share. Uber style. Or you can go with the cautiously compliant approach. That's where you build new products or technology a little bit more slowly, but make sure it fits within the existing regulatory frameworks or requirements. Which is what Amazon's doing in this instance. Yep, Amazon's playing the long game. That way, once their product becomes a success in one market, they can rapidly expand to new countries without regulatory barriers. Hey man, Quick Sticks is going to drop between the hours of 3pm and 4pm, so make sure you are near your phones and have your brain turned on. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday.